Welcome to Soundprints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Soundprints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Soundprints for the week of March 5, 2023. It's membership certification time in ACB. In March, all ACB affiliates submit their membership lists, including new members, changes of address, and other contact information for existing members, and deletions to the ACB National Office. If you are a member of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and you have changed your address, phone number, or email, please be sure to call us by Friday, March 10, to update your contact information. If you are not a member of KCB and you either live in Kentucky or within 25 miles of the Kentucky state line, we invite you to join us, either directly or through one of our nine chapters. KCB dues are only $8 for one year or $40 for a life membership. Most of our chapters have additional dues as well. KCB has five regional chapters, Eastern Kentucky in the Jackson Hazard area, Greater Louisville, Northern Kentucky, Savvy in Owensboro and Henderson, and the South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind in the Bowling Green area. Our four special interest chapters include the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana, Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, KCB Next Generation, and the Tri-State Library Users. For more information on how you can become a member of KCB and one or more of our chapters, give us a call at 502-895-4598. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind, KCB's chapter in the Bowling Green area, reminds you that it holds its social hour each Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time, that's 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, on its Zoom line. The chapter has programs planned for every Wednesday in March. This week, on March 8, they are talking about a new Victor Reader stream from HumanWare with Aaron Linson, a product specialist with Lab Computers. Join the call by dialing 669-900-6833 and then entering the code 763-689-4411. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its next in-person support group on Monday, March 13, from 1 to 2.30 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville. Its next virtual support group will be on Wednesday, March 15, at 8 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. There will be plenty of discussion and tips for living with low vision happening at both meetings. Join the call by dialing 669-900-6833 and entering the code 862-9889-6972. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired will hold its March meeting on Tuesday, March 14, from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time at the Wesleyan Heights Methodist Church, 1215 Sherm Road in Owensboro. If you can't make the meeting, you can join by dialing the KCB Zoom line. For more information about Savvy, call Scott Heads, Savvy President, 
at 270-925-0183 or Cheryl Lott, Immediate Past President at 270-686-8689. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind invites everyone to our next virtual roundabout on Friday, March 10 from 7 to 9 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. Our speaker will be from Accessible Pharmacy Services for the Blind. Accessible Pharmacy is a wonderful resource for obtaining medications with accessible labels. No more confusing medications or forgetting the proper dosage. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind also invites everyone to come play bingo with us on Friday, March 17. This is a hybrid roundabout, so you can begin arriving at UCHM about 4 p.m. The address is 150 South State Street in Louisville. Dinner will be at 5 and cost $6 per person. Carryouts are available. The dinner will be Lent-friendly. The bargain table will be at 6, and then there will be bingo both in person and on the Zoom line from 7 to 9. In-person attendees should make return rides around 9 p.m. Call ahead to let us know if you would like a carryout to take home. Also, if you have questions or need help with using your iPhone for a particular task or with an app, or if you'd like to try out a little Braille, or if you'd like to learn some loom knitting, please let us know so we can be prepared to work with you individually. You can reach us by calling KCB at 502-895-4598. The GLCB roundabout this past week was scheduled to be hybrid, but we canceled the in-person portion of the activity due to the heavy rain, record-breaking high winds, and flooding that occurred throughout the Louisville area and many other places in Kentucky. We did hold the virtual Zoom portion of the roundabout, and the topic for the evening was hobbies and leisure time activities. 28 people were on the call from Louisville, around Kentucky and southern Indiana, and from several other states. People shared a wide variety of activities that they enjoy as persons who are blind or visually impaired. Hear excerpts from this fun-filled call on page 2. Thanks to Adam Rushevel for editing this roundabout for time for Soundprints. Listen to Soundprints each week on ACB Media 1, the mainstream channel. Our broadcast times are Sunday at 8 p.m., Monday at 8 a.m., Tuesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., Wednesday at 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., Thursday at 10 p.m., and Friday at 1 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 p.m. All times are Eastern. Listen on your Victor Stream or on the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Listen anytime, 24 hours a day, on the KCB Information Line. Call 773-572-6318 for more information about Soundprints or to receive a subscription on CD playable on any standard CD player, call us at 502-895-4598. Page 2. Our topic tonight is Hobbies and Leisure 
activities. And we wanted to give people a chance to share the things that they do for leisure time, for um, uh, hobbies, whether they be uh, just a hobby or if they be uh, something that you do for, uh, a, you know, sort of a, a business or, you know, you sell something or whatever, but, but basically something that would, that could be a hobby or a pastime. I just would like to open the floor. Landra has her hand up. Even when I did go blind, I used to love to read and do braille and stuff like that. I still do. And okay. I'm interested in doing crafts and stuff, but most of the time um, I listen to music. I do what is called Livewire a lot of the time. And it's an organization that does a lot of things. I like doing roundabout and stuff like that and doing other activities. So to play games like bingo and occasionally I would watch this. I spend a lot of my time in the word. Well, Patty, go. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a lot. <laughs> um, I'm an avid reader and I, I like to um, knit and I love to, to garden both flowers and vegetables. And, of course, I love to bake, which a lot of you already know. And I do like to take um, long walks and spend time outside. I'm a nature buff. And I, I love to watch um, movies and listen to music. And I do collect um, um, various things like music boxes and some bells. And I have a, a large rabbit collection. I think that about covers all that I like to do. It keeps me busy. And I'm assuming those rabbit, those rabbits are not live rabbits. No, 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 not anymore. <laughs> I like to listen to music. Um, oldies rock music from the '60s, '70s, and '80s, and I like to watch uh, old shows from the same period, time period, and I like to uh, fold and collate books and and play with phones and phone services and and oh, just. Um, it's like that, and I just like to be with people a lot, and that, that kind of thing. You have um, Lorraine, I believe that's how this name is pronounced. South Dakota. All right, Lorraine. South Dakota, yeah. Um, I like to read a lot of, like, I guess you'd say Chris, Christian fiction or historical fiction. Um, Lynn Austin is, is one of my favorite authors, L-Y-N-N, Austin, A-U-S-T-I-N. She writes things from World War II, um, the Civil War. Um, she even has some biblical Christian fiction. I know that sounds kind of <laughs> like it doesn't go together, but it's people that could have been alive at the same time as some of the kings in Israel and Judah. And those are very interesting. It kind of sheds new light on, on mm-hmm. what you read. I also like to knit. I've been knitting um, chemo caps lately. Um, I knitted three of them for my sister-in-law, and who's going through some cancer. But I've also I'm going to be knitting some to give to the cancer center. And um, I sing with Sweet Adelines, which is a barber shop, uh, the chorus. And um, we're getting ready to go to a, 
uh, a convention, regional convention in Rochester, Minnesota. So I keep I keep busy. Who else would like to talk about their hobbies? Hey, Carla, this is Melissa. I was going to mention, because I know so, some folks already mentioned the music, but I like to sit down in, a, like, in the past time I do uh, um, piano lessons, but I, I found some books on Bard from uh, Bill Brown. And, well, there's all kinds of books that he does that's on there, but currently I'm working on uh, Bless the Broken Road, and I'm going to do that for Nikki and Paul as soon as I finish it, and I'm almost through with it, but it's really hard, but I've been having fun with that because it just helps me to uh, learn, uh, well, different chords and different, uh, well, all kinds of different stuff like music theory and everything, and so I that's that's what I like to do. Like when I'm finished working, it's my wind down time. It's my favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. And Melissa, are you using uh-huh. Braille materials or recorded materials for that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the recorded ones off of the off of the Bard. Off um, of Bard. Just, yeah, just under uh, Bill Brown. Uh, he's got everything from like uh, the introduction to piano, where it talks about you know, playing scales and chords and, you know, like the, like the, um, beginners. And then he has like intermediate and then there's more advanced stuff later on. But most of them right now that I've done have been all audio uh, books from Bard. Anybody else use any other music materials from NLS or, um, or want to tell us about some other things that they've used from the NLS music section? That brings up a good topic, Melissa. It's Deanna. Uh-huh. I use all kinds of Braille music from NLS. Um, just download it on my device. It's a lot easier to read when it's a Braille copy because there's more to the line, but it's still I still do it because I like it. And then I was going to tell you about my hobbies. I read some, not as much as some of you, but I do read some. And I do like all the Christian fiction stuff and um I, I like mysteries. I like all the respawn stuff, and so I read that. And I read some Braille and and some audio. I like to read audio because I can crochet at the same time. Um, so I knit and crochet, and have done a little other needlework, but those are the main two things. And I like to. Well, those are, those are my main hobbies. So it's music, and I like tech stuff too. I like playing with computers. And, Seeing if I can get the braille displays to work, <laughs> using a whole bunch at the same time for the same thing. Indiana, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you like to crochet? Oh, I guess Afkins. I guess that's my big thing that I do that I'm doing. I'm doing one right now as we speak, <laughs> and um, I'm getting ready to work on some kitchen stuff. Just because I, that's small and I can take it with me. If you make a big afghan, you can't take it with you. So if you make, well, sometimes you can because you can make it in parts. But, um, yeah, I like to make the, I like to make kitchen stuff. I just like to make it and give it away. I, I really enjoy finding patterns on the Internet and trying them out, you know. And some of them I don't like at all. I just tear it up and find another one. But, but anyway. I've totally enjoyed finding patterns on the Internet and, 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 you know, having access to all that has just been great. 
sure a different world than when we had to copy them all, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's kind of like recipes, <laughs> same thing. But I want to pick on someone because uh, Deb Trevino is on the line, and and I know Deb likes to cook, and Deb likes to do crafts and so on, and so uh, Deanna's kind of given us a segue into that crafts part. And then, and Dave is here, and of course they do a lot of music. Um, so, Deb, why don't you, if, if you don't mind, uh, tell us about some of your crafts and things, whatever you'd like to talk about, but some of your crafts would be good too. I think you probably still have a whole bunch of little purses that I crocheted uh, a few years ago, and I still don't, I still have not lined the ones I have. So, one of these days, yeah. <laughs> I've got the stuff to do it with. But um, uh, so they're a little crochet purse I made, a, uh, I, I created the design and everything for. Um, also in 2020, I published a crochet book, which is a pattern to make a um, Christmas afghan. And this afghan has raised motifs of um, an angel, a bell, a bow, a candy cane, a snowman, and a tree. So, in other words, the outline of the item is embossed with um, popcorn stitches into the crochet work. Wow. And um, it, it turned out to be really nice, and I'm selling the book. And uh, the original blanket sold for $175 the other day. Uh, so, I'm real excited about that. Um, I've been working on uh, some knitting. Uh, shawls and things like that. Um, crochet, uh, usually crochet granny squares and then put blankets together because that's my small project to take with me. Um, odds and ends of yarn that I can make squares out of and then put a blanket together. The other thing that I've been doing recently is Tunisian crochet. And that's a, an odd sort of almost combination between a knit and a crochet. Um, it's an odd sort of thing. Tunisian crochet, or some people call it um, a crow hook, but it's a longer crochet hook, and you, you put stitches on in one part of the row, then you come back across the other direction, and you take them off. And so two, the back and forth makes one row of this stuff. And um, I just got this stuff in the mail this week for what they call nooking. K-N-O-O-K-I-N-G, and that's kind of like knitting with a crochet hook is how they describe it. Now, I have not tried it yet, but I just got my needles for that. So I'm looking forward to that. Where did you oh, find it? On Amazon. Oh. I, I saw it on Amazon, and before I ordered the set, I went ahead and looked it up, and there are uh, directions for it if you Google nooking, K-N-O-O-K-I-N-G, you can find directions as to how to do it. Um, the other thing is I do enjoy cooking, and mainly these days I had a I had a pound cake in the ACB uh, holiday auction. So uh, uh, one lady paid almost $350 for that cake. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah cooking, that wasn't a half-baked idea. It, uh, it oh, my gosh. Make shortbread, and I love to eat shortbread. What I'm doing is, we're I'm creating all these things, and we're going to put them up on the Trevco Production website, and so we can sell crafts and try to recoup enough money to put back into making more crafts. 
And you said you have a website? Yes, uh, it's trevcoproductions.com. That's T-R-E-V-C-O, right? Right, yeah. In addition to Deb's Crafts, I have a music project. Uh, It's eight songs, seven of which are about dogs. And uh, the project is called Fresh from the Lab. And uh, we've got... uh, I'm glad they chose us for each other. That's a song about the dog guide process. process. The dog, the, matching the uh, dogs to the to the handlers. Uh, that was my lucky day. Story about uh, an old man helping a kid who lost his dog and finding a companion himself. All I really want for Christmas is more food is uh, a it's about uh, from what I've observed through Deb's uh, dog guides if if the, if you ask them what they would really like above all else uh, and and I gave the, the the dog a voice and it and there's dog sound effects in it and it's uh, uh, <laughs> It was really fun to to put together. I, I played all the instruments and sang all the parts. Deb has a poem about her first guide dog, and we put uh, an instrumental version of "Be Thou My Vision" in the background as she as she read it. We have, we have, we have uh, "Pop Pop." That's a, a, a real upbeat jazz tune that conveys. What happens when a guide dog user says "hop up" to they want them to really move out, get going? And, uh, and, and the only song that is not about dogs is the four-footed lawnmower, and, they take the and it's about it, it. This is a. It was inspired by a true story. Uh, a friend of mine. Uh, his lawnmower broke down, so he ended up buying a goat. Uh, that gives you an idea of of, uh, of the music. And uh, I also write mystery stories. I have a series about a uh, guy who's blind who works in radio, but he keeps getting pulled into these mysteries. His name is Jack Rondell, and it's sort of a, I guess he's my alter ego kind of uh but he uh, yeah. <laughs> but he uh he gets into all and and it it i call it edutainment because i try to show how a blind person lives and uh works and problem solves and and gets around the things that sighted people think are, are so impossible I, I recently wrote an essay 51 years ago, I was a state champion uh, wrestler. And when I read this to the writing group, a lady said, I, I just I just never imagined that a blind person could wrestle. Here. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you know, what planet did you come from? But, you know, <laughs> sighted folks just have to be taught. And this is a a soft 
a soft uh, core advocacy method. I, I, they're humorous, they're exciting, they're suspenseful, and they're for sale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have um, Debbie Deathridge. Most of you know uh, one of the things that, that I collect uh, or has kind of been a hobby, it's kind of got installed because I've run out of room, but my doll collection <laughs> that I have, I have both porcelain and Barbie dolls. Um, my most recent doll that Bill got me for Christmas is my Helen Keller Barbie. <clears throat> and so that's my most recent one. Um, I like to read. Uh, I do way too much social media. Uh, trying to cut back on that, but, you know, Dice World and all that stuff. Um, and then I guess my most recent sort of, I don't know that it's really a hobby, uh, and it's put on hold until warmer weather that I've gotten into, that I've recently gotten into is adaptive rowing. Uh, and I can't wait for the season to start back up again. Tell us about it. Well, you go out, um, on the, uh, water and, um, there's a little, it's not, it's a cove, I guess, sort of a channel off the Ohio River, and you're paired up with it. It's sort of like a, can, uh, sort of reminds me of a canoe. Uh, there's two people in a boat, and, uh, you have two oars, one on each side, and you're in the front of the boat, and the instructor or the person that's with you is in the back of the boat. They work with you on how to, um, paddle and, you know, and row. It's really fun. Um, we'll probably start up in probably May and go till, uh, October. And there's several, Christy Sykes, uh, is in that group. Um, and there's a couple of other blind people that are in it. And it's just really fun. Uh, they keep asking me when my husband's going to join me and I said he's not. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. is it expensive? Um, no. Well, we uh, we get a, a price break. I think it's a hundred dollars for the season. I think I got in on it late last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, that's not bad. Wow. No, is it every you go, week? Uh, yeah, you can go every week. You don't have to, but you can. They do it on Saturday mornings. And uh, is the price the same whether you go every week or every month or correct. whatever? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's great exercise. Yeah. I come back hungry and ready to eat lunch, and it's a great workout. <laughs> I wish that I had a um, room in our apartment. They call them ergs, and it's sort of like it's a machine that you can that people can you know that you can buy if you want to have you know have it in your home. It's not required, but um, but uh, that you can work out. You know, and it's sort of it's sort of doing uh, the rowing. On land, it's sort of what it reminds you know. You don't have the paddles, but you have this um, cord that you you have this handle that you. Uh, it's like a bungee, sort of like a bungee cord. As you move back and forth, you know the cord goes moves with you, and you ha- hold it in your hands. And um, so. A lot of times we'll do that before we actually go out on the water to sort of get warmed up. But um, I know somebody that has, you know, one of those rowing machines, and 
if I had a room in our apartment, I'd probably have one, but. I don't think it's too much work. I actually use the rowing machines when I went to the gym. I love them. They are really good exercise um, for your upper body. And I, I love it. I wish I could have one in my house, actually. And, of course, I like to read. And, you know, I don't read as nearly as much as other people do. I don't have enough time to do it. Work kind of gets in the way. Debbie, it's Melissa. Uh, I was going to ask you real quick. Um, where did you say that you go to to you know to do the the rowing? It's the Louisville Boathouse. Um, they uh, let them. It's on River Road. Uh, I think it's fourteen oh one River Road uh, is the uh, address. Or Bill Wright. I wanted to comment on the uh, in course. Yeah, NLS um, uh, music section. Uh, I enjoy uh, getting the uh, older uh, collection of uh, recordings, um, bluegrass, country music, um, uh, things that um, I've not heard about, and uh, they have uh, music and interviews combined, and I really enjoy it. The interviews, um, and that is, you know, it's you, you can download it the same as downloading a book, and uh, uh, I I really enjoy those. My um, other things, you know, I I enjoy doing is um, um, all the listening to all the different types of sports and uh, reading all the different books um, and. Um, Playing, playing cards, and um, just getting jello with people and things. Um, and um, yeah, I've found a, a new mystery uh, uh, collection I've, I've been reading uh, recently. Um, it's about this small town police force um, that in New Mexico, uh, written by, um, I hope I'm saying the, the guy's last name right, it's uh, Stephen uh, Hallville, I think is the way you say it, H-A-V-I-L-L. And um, if you've read any of the Longmire uh, books or seen those on TV, it's real similar. And um, that's all I have. You all know I like to knit, and I've made many hats and made, made scarves and some lapkins and other things. Um, I've learned. But Debbie, is your knitting all? Your knitting is loom knitting, right? Or, not all of it. All no, it? I knit. I knit oh, okay. all yeah. I'm doing some crocheting, not a lot, mm -hmm. but a little bit. My point that I wanted to let people know is that you do this really nice loom knitting and that um, back in pre-COVID days before you know it came along and we had to take a, a break from the in-person things, Deb would teach people at Roundabout to loom knit and I'll bet that people could learn to loom knit again at Roundabout if, if people wanted to do it because um, Deb is uh, mighty good at it and can sure show you how to, to make that happen. And we do have looms from back then um, that, you, so you don't have to go out and, you know, 
shop for a loom or whatever, um, you know, we can, we can, um, pass those along. We can share those with people and, uh, and they're not expensive. So uh, if you're interested, uh, definitely let us know. I'll bet you'd be willing to do that, right, Deb? I just might be able to do that again. <laughs> I think we could twist your arm. <laughs> I twist my arm enough, yeah, right. So I don't okay. twist it too much now or I won't be able to knit. I like to bake and I like to cook. Uh, I was looking the other day and I thought, wow, I spent a lot of time in the past few years, you know, past many years collecting recipes and I thought, I don't really have to do that anymore because I could, you know, there's so much stuff you can get off a of bard and, and you can put it on your uh, readers, and you can uh, get audio recipes and stuff. So, and you can ask the uh, A device uh, no, oh. for, for recipes, and they work out pretty well. Uh, mm-hmm. Something I do though that I haven't heard mentioned is I like to play Scrabble. And if I don't have someone to play Scrabble with, I play solo Scrabble. And it's a good challenge for your mind, like get yourself awake in the morning by drinking your coffee or your tea and playing a game of solo Scrabble and try to see how high a score you can achieve that day. Today I got to four, I got to uh, 648. Oh my goodness. pretty good score. And the other morning, I got to uh, 702. Wow. I was like, yeah, trying to get, trying to stay in the 600s at least. It would be nice if I could get, but sometimes, I don't know, I just don't pull the right letters, and I end up getting uh, something more like 450. Or <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's on a bad day. And, uh, yeah, that's... Um, in the past, I've collected ceramic dogs, and I think if I could manage it. I would probably collect live dogs, but that's too much work anymore. <laughs> that was what I wanted to do when I was a kid. I want all the dogs I can get. We got Debbie Green. Hey, I had a question about the Scrabble. Is that is that visual, or is, is that that I play that? Then? It's a Braille Scrabble. It's a Braille, Braille Scrabble, Scrabble game. Debbie, it's not online. Is it? Is it a book? No, it's a regular. It's a regular Scrabble no, board, and, and you know, it's a Braille Scrabble board with Braille letters. Uh, where do you get your your clues and all of that? How's, how's that work? You don't get clues with Scrabble. You just pick your letters out of the. the um, oh, that's right. You know, yeah, do you, and, yeah, I've never played. Do, do you? You place them anywhere on the board then? Is that you pick letters and you start in the middle of the board, there's a star for sighted people and for blind people it says double word. So you start with a double word score and uh, you can put your letter anywhere on any letter on that um section. Double word score. So let's say you're writing person. You can put any letter of the word person on that Oh, on that uh, block. Okay. And then you build off of those, off of that word. You can use I any see. of those letters to be in the middle or the end or the beginning of a, I see. Of okay. a word. And then you buy the board somewhere like, like where? I don't even know I don't where we bought our board, but I'm sure that 
we can find one. Uh, my board I've had since I was seven years old. This board's <laughs> 60 years old. Okay. Well, like independent living aids or maxi aids or okay. um, LS Nest Group, uh, probably Braille Bookstore, all those places would have an accessible Scrabble board. And by the way, we have a complete Braille Scrabble set. It's not a typical one that you see. I had never seen one exactly like this. Um, have a suspicion this one may have come from England. Um, but we have a complete Braille Scrabble set with all the tiles. Uh, that will be in one of our auctions coming up, probably the oh, May auction. There you go, Debbie so. Green. <laughs> and now, the box isn't very beautiful, but <laughs> but the, oh, that's you know, everything else is, is there. Patty and I spent a long time making sure all those tiles were there. She said, well, how will we know? Let's just count them up and see if we've got them. And I said, nope, we're going to go online and we're going to get that list and we're going to make sure we got all the E's and we've wow. got all the T's. I will say that the tiles in it are extremely easy to read it and has raised print numbers on it as well as braille almost feels like the bingo um that's the bingo board. call tiles well i the other thing that i that i do in relation to that is is sudoku and i i do it on um on the app um but i also have a board which i, I guess is similar to that which is you know, the Sudoku board, nine across, nine down. Yeah. And I, and I have a, a Braille Sudoku book, and, and then you set up your board, you know, based on what the Braille the, the Braille right. is. And right. that's a lot of fun. So. And you can also get Sudoku games in um, a magazine that's called Conundrum. Uh, oh. C-O-N-U-N-D-R-U-M, and it's available from the Frankfurt Library. Uh, okay. it's, an, it's a it's a magazine that comes out. I think what Adam once a month, and once it, a month. it's it's from England, and it not only has let's see, it has three I think three Sudoku games in it every month, an easy, a medium, and a and an advanced, and then okay. but it also has crosswords and other word kind of games, and it has some number puzzles and some. Um, Four or five logic puzzles in each one, and the okay. answers are in the back. Adele? I will name one thing that I do like to do, and I'll name two things that I wish I could do. Okay. So I'll add a little spin to this. Um, as some of you know, the first thing to, uh, that I like to do is play music. Uh, I studied music. I studied piano um, at Loyola University in New Orleans. And now that I'm retired, I can I can devote more time to that and and playing the things that I want to learn and learn the things I want to play and 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 that's it about that. And the the next thing that I would like to do that I wish they would have had in high school when I was at the school for the blind, I've always wanted to play goalball. Always wanted to do that, and I know they've got goalball teams. But I don't know if they've got an age limit because, of course, I'm retired and, you know, <laughs> going to be going to be 60 years old soon. There's things I wish, I mean, I really would like to do that. And also I wish they had athletics, track and field for older people, not just the marathons, not just the long distance, you know, um, for, for people to, to run, you know, the marathons and stuff. But I'd like to get back into sprinting. And long jumping again, because mm. they do have 
uh, they, they do have around the country track and field for seniors, you know, in some, in some states where it's very right. popular for older senior people. Olympics. Yeah, senior Olympics. Yes. Yeah. And, and even, and even if that, because I would have loved to have had those experiences. Um, right. And get back into that now that I'm no longer working is to get back into that kind of shape and sprint mm-hmm. and do the long jump and do goalball. Mm-hmm. That's what I, those are the things that I would love to do, but at least I get to, to get back into the piano and, and keyboard playing skill and, you know. Are you being, in Louisville? Are yes. you in Louisville? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Adele okay. used to play for Generation Chorus, right, Adele? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Adele's a great piano player, so. Right. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, Adele, uh, the only yeah. goal ball that I know about that's happening around here now is the kids at the school for the blind. I they're, thought they're, so. You know, yeah, I thought so. But yeah, that, somebody that just, may correct me. No, I, well, see, that's what kind of saddens me, is that once you get out of high school or the school for the blind, because they don't, you know, once you get out of there, and if you're not at the right college and university, that, and if you're not young enough now that, that has the Paralympics, you know, uh, uh, you know, activities active, you can't, older people can't get back into stuff like that. And I really wish that that would change because some of us, yeah. Sure. Now, about about 15, 18, 15 to 18 years ago, they did have an adult goalball team here, and they did go to uh, some goalball uh, meets in different places, um, but that that doesn't exist anymore. Um, okay. So that, what about that was, rowing? That was more work than a lot of us. Yes. What about what rowing? Do? <laughs> well, okay. for some of us it was, but um, but yeah, but they did um, they did have go ball and they had quite a few people involved, but it just kind of fell off. Yeah. Um, after a while, I heard there was rowing here at one time. Oh, Debbie, Debbie talked yeah. about that earlier. Yeah, the rowing is still good, but I'm just I just want to say I'm glad Adele's here and. Uh, she is a really, really good piano player. That's great. I do plan to get back into the athletic side of things, you know, the, the things that we used to do as kids. But I know that, you know, there's a, there's opportunities for people my age to do it, and I want to do it. <laughs> I always make it so hard on myself. To, you might uh, need you might be the one to be the catalyst to get that going, Adele. There might be other how I would do that because you you need sponsorship and you need to raise money and I'm not good into either of those. I'm more the political <laughs> side of things. I'm a political junkie. I like the resolutions and the bylaws side of things. I like to do the the, the Washington Post and the ESPN. I mean, not ESPN, the uh, PBS News Hours and. Watch all oh the press gosh. conferences and all the political stuff. That's, oh that's me. If I'm just going to sit there <laughs> and do that. That's oh. me. Are you related to my husband somehow? Cause no. he's into I was going to say the same thing. No, I'm, I'm just, a, just a political, pretty much a political junkie with that. You know, I, I, the, the, more, the more I listen to the, the, the Supreme Court hearings about things and the, you know, uh, that's okay with me. That's fine. I want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. you know, law, law and crime tech when at work going to court to going to listen to to, to, to court, um, you know, crime courts and law and crime network and listening to all that, watching all that, you know, the legalese of all that. Yeah, that's my thing. If you're interested 
in the uh, try events, uh, you might uh, contact um, Adaptive Leisure uh, through uh, the Louisville uh, Metro Parks, and uh, they have moved uh, way out to to Anchorage, and they are in a old uh, YM, YMCA uh, center, and I think um, they might have like a indoor uh, walking track, and uh, so uh, that might be um, um, where you could do some at least walking, or I don't know if they have mm-hmm. running or anything. Um, but does Tark 3 go to Anchorage, though? Yeah. Tark 3 go to... Do they? I don't know. It's a, you know. It depends, it depends yeah. on the address out there. Like, I can look yeah, it up. Yeah, I figured up. that. I figured that. That's why I asked the question, because it's... You know, I make it so hard on myself. It's stuff that I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> but they might, they might know, Adele. Uh, That's true. Things. I... I yeah, hadn't thought yeah. about that. You can make that connection for sure. I would love yeah. to go. I would love to get back into, you know, if there was winter sports, I would want to learn to ski. Not just Nordic, but downhill as well. I want to do all of it. Yeah. Um, do you do you know um, about, now we haven't had anybody from here that's gone to like ski for light activities for a long time, but <clears throat> they are fabulous. Um, yes, I've, I've thought about them. Have you been there? Have you gone no. to that? No. Okay. No. So you might want to, to point toward maybe getting, having a, at least applying for an opportunity to go to Super Light, and it always happens in January. Of course, it's a good time for right. skiing, and mm-hmm. it is cross country. Um, uh, but that's a that's great place fun. to begin. I went one year many years ago, and it was an absolutely amazing experience. And you didn't have to know anything about it. Uh, when you went, I've never even seen a set of skis, a pair of skis. Yeah, neither have I. So I didn't yeah. know. So learning that was a perfect place to begin. And um, and so when that, in the fall, the, you don't wait until December to get around to thinking about applying to go. Of course. You need to be, you need to have applied and be accepted by November. So, right. Um, anyway, don't let, don't let us, let's don't all forget about that. And let's get information and see if, you know, some people would be interested in signing up. Um, there Very are, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a free activity. It oh, can, no. it can cost a little bit, but, but there are also uh, some scholarships available to get to go. And sometimes new people can get those scholarships to go. They want to have people learn. And then there are other, um, activities around the country that are related to Ski for Light but are not run by the main organization. So that is something that can be done, even though there's not a group that exactly does that here. But they talk to you about how you can um, set up something, even just on an individual basis, in your home community. Debbie Deathridge. Debbie D., you're going to talk about rowing a little more? Tell Adele about well, that? Well, I... I can, and I also wanted to comment on Go Ball. Uh, at least for me, I wasn't uh, that great. I was, you know, a participant. Let's just say I dis- <laughs> I discovered that at forty, that was a little too old to be trying Go Ball. Huh. Yeah, I wish that 
Get Beat up your body. <laughs> well, and when you're getting hit in the face with the ball and, I mean, you know, or getting hit, you know, with the ball and just getting, you know, you've got to go, you've got to be able to get up and down quickly because you stand for part of it and then you're on, you're on the ground for most of it. It's, it's an interesting sport. Um, but, um, I think something, I'm, I apologize and I don't mean to interrupt Debbie. I'm so sorry. I my phone says something like I'm in safe driving mode. So I have no idea how to raise my hand. There's nothing on the screen. But I wonder, okay. Debbie, if you would just take one second and tell me what the hell, because I thought they were, heck, I mean, what the heck. I thought, I thought <laughs> Adele was saying goal, go ball. And then I thought it was goal ball. And then I, was, is. I don't know what it is. So briefly, <laughs> you guys explain it. Okay. Okay, go ball is you have three people on a team at a time, and um, you play against each other, and you have two people, you have a center person that um, it's sort of like, you know, not exactly a basketball court, but um, you have, you're all blindfolded, whether you have vision or not, and so... okay. and you have one person in the center and then two people behind you, on one on your left, one on your right. And they have a ball that's about the size of a basketball that has bells okay. in it. And so oh. you throw it, you know, to the other end of the court. And Hard. the object is to get it over the goal. Um, okay. To, and that's how you score. Is the and, goal, is it like a, like a, soccer goal kind of thing no, yeah. no it's all elevated or is it no it's no it's all on the ground it's it there's tape around the court okay so you throw it on the ground like uh okay. sort of like you're bowling i guess um i'm not exactly i'm probably not describing it you some people throw it with one hand some people throw it with two hands but you throw it like you're gonna throw a bowling ball down, you well, know. How does it hit people in the face then? Yes, it can. Yeah, how, uh, that, how would that happen? It, yeah. Well, if if the person is throwing the ball hard and it doesn't slow down in time, then you have to have okay. your hand out in front of you yep. to block it. Okay. Because remember, you're blindfolded and you can't see it coming. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to lift yeah. okay. I got my lip and I got my upper lip and my nose injured really badly um, at, uh, my senior year of high school when we were practicing and it hurt so bad. Oh my gosh. And, uh, but I didn't, I, I laid down in time to catch it, but it blocked it my face and it busted it up pretty bad. Oh, oh. So that's what you want to go back to. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, not, that's, not that's not a that's a and I don't want to go back to it at all. Oh, oh! I Debbie, Debbie played on the goalball team when we had the adult night here. So yeah, I wasn't very good. I I didn't. Um, I think I played a couple of seasons, and I finally decided to just say, you know, I tried this, um, but it was because I didn't. When they when they went, I didn't go because I there was you know um, there wasn't I wasn't good enough you know to actually participate, you know, because I think there was 
five or I think there was about five or six girls and five or six boys uh, guys. Um, yeah. But so I didn't actually go and compete because I wasn't you know that good. But we had some pretty good you know players that were pretty good. Well, I take that back. I did go to one tournament. Yeah, I did go to um, one tournament, but yeah, it just got to the point where people were, you know, um, having, you know, having time with their families and getting married and, you know, um, so they just, you know, we just dissolved the team and it's just never, you know, um, started back up again. Um, But um, yeah, Adele, if you're interested in rowing, there is uh that is um there are several blind people that do that they do that we do that we haven't started the season back up or not you know yet but that starts in may probably and um it's i was telling them it's about a hundred dollars i think i think that's what it's going to be for the season um and it starts in may and runs um through about october it depends on when it starts cooling off and when they put the boats and stuff up for the season this year it was the middle of uh about the middle of october i think is when we quit if you want more information carla's got my number or i mean i can give it out you know it doesn't matter most people most people know how to get a hold of me sounds good we may have a uh, may have a recruit there debbie Go ahead, Deborah. At one of our conventions, we had the guy come in with the audio darts, and I enjoyed that. I thought it was fun, and I wonder if we could sometime get something going with that. Well, the problem is I'm not sure they're making the dartboards anymore, and they were very expensive. But they do have audible dart leagues in um, in Minnesota and, you know, in Pennsylvania and things, and in those places, darts are a big deal uh, in the north. We could probably check into that, but to have a talking dartboard and maintain it becomes a pretty expensive challenge. Any other? Yes, Amanda has her hand raised. Amanda? I was going to say, all of you guys who are interested in sports, my friend um, Greg Lindbergh, he does a podcast called Eyes Free Sports. I have to get my southern out of there. And um, he talks about, he's got all kinds of people that are on there um, from different walks of life and different um, different avenues of sports. He's had a few people on there from Ski for Light. Um, he's had um, several people on there from ACB um, that are talking about getting get up and get the get up and get moving campaign, um, the ACB walk and things like that. So it's um, it's pretty cool. Um, and he also talks about his. Um, personal um, adventures of doing um, 5Ks and 10Ks and um, just getting active. And so the podcast is called Ice Free Sports. Thanks, Amanda. And, of course, there's Dave Wilkinson. Oh, yeah. And he he is, I think, yeah, I think Dave Wilkinson is still doing the triathlon. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, He's getting ready to. Oh, yeah. Where they swim. He's getting ready to do tandem biking uh, across the country, I think. Yeah. Um, I, and his, his website is the uh, speedyturtle.com. <laughs> yes. He also has an audible dartboard. Oh, does he? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
And tandem yeah. biking is another sport that I wish that would have, you know, we we would have been able to get people. I know in Ohio, I think sometimes they've got yeah, uh, Cincinnati. Something. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Anybody else? No. All right. No. Well, glad to have uh, everyone who's come around about tonight. I think this has made a stormy night really fun. Glad to have yeah. had we had Lorraine Olson from South Dakota and Patty Swabby from Wisconsin and the Trevinos. So good to have them from Delaware. And um, let's see. And then we had uh, we had the our Indiana members and, and Wendy was here. Good to have her there. And um, Eldon was here from Cave City and um, Debbie Green from Elizabethtown, and of course, lots of people from Louisville. Did I miss anybody? Oh, Calandra, she was from Texas. We really appreciate everybody coming. Thanks to everybody for coming, and glad you were here. Thanks, Natalie, for getting home and being able to host, and to Joey and Amanda for helping out too. Good night, everybody. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502 895 4598. Or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.